Hi, everyone. This is Erica Carbajal with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. And thanks so much for listening in to this episode on how to avoid post-pandemic pitfalls, getting health systems back to growth. Today, we're excited to welcome Mike Brown. He's Cardinal Health's Vice President of Managed Services and has spent 30 years in the healthcare industry, helping hospitals and health systems meet strategic priorities by leveraging the pharmacy's impact across the organization. Mike is also an expert on drug utilization management and compliance monitoring. He's responsible for inpatient and outpatient pharmacy operations and performance for hundreds of hospitals and health systems of every size and type across the U.S. Mike, thanks so much for being on. Thanks for having me today, Erica. Mike, let's talk about some of the challenges. I know since the COVID pandemic, hospitals have you know continued to face daunting challenges. Based on your experience with hospitals and health systems across the U.S., you estimate that about 60 to 70 percent of health systems that you work with continue to face disruptive labor challenges, daunting costs, and a surge in indigent, uninsured, and underinsured care. And this is all going on while they're struggling with budget deficits and the aftermath of the pandemic. Can you talk a bit more about, you know, delve into these challenges that you're seeing a bit more? Sure. Yes, I can. Um, you know, the, our hospital administrators are, as you know, use right on the moths. They have a lot of challenges they're dealing with. But I'd say the number one they have right now is, you know, over post-COVID, they've seen their margins either decline or they're now operating, in, you know, in the red where they're losing money. So they're very focused on how do they get back on track. So the big thing that I see, especially in pharmacy, is that the administrators are really taking a look at, at, at salaries and labor. Uh, the big problem that we're trying to overcome right now from a pharmacy perspective is, is you know, we're trying to bring uh, technicians or pharmacists back on board to start meeting the needs because these hospitals are having seeing seeing more and more patients getting back to normal, but our salaries are out of alignment from what they were pre-pandemic, um, just because the market is is really hot right now for labor. So, we're trying to convince our, our our administrators that we do need to give these raises to bring people on. Um, I, I I try to refocus them that if they're really trying to get after costs. They need to remember that in pharmacy, the majority of the costs are around the drug budget, and that's where the focus is. And in order to really manage that 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 formulary of medications and the cost of those medications, we need to have a good staff in place to, to be working on that. So it might be good in the short run that you're avoiding some some salary expenses, but in the long run, that's going to end up end up hurting you and you're going to see your your costs increase not to mention you're going to have some probably have some issues around quality and safety as well just because your staff is run down uh, another area is real important post pandemic our staffs are burnt out uh, who was working through that whole the whole time of the pandemic so it's important to get these staff back up to normal um, so we don't have burnout, unhappy employees, because that's who we count on to really, really address any of our our drug expenses. Absolutely, you touched on a number of things. You know, interesting seeing not seeing staff cuts, but but not necessarily bringing people back. And you know, you talked about how you kind of have to get ahead of that to really, you know, make sure there are enough pharmacy techs and pharmacists on staff to deal with um, all the drugs that need to be managed. Can you talk about? You know, you mentioned burnout as well. 
anything else that administrators you're, you're seeing do to respond to some of these industry pressures? I think administrators are looking for any way to get back to growth. Things have changed post-COVID. You know, we were so focused on just one type of patient who had COVID or very emergent. Uh, we kind of lost our day-to-day focus on what we wanted to do. So I think the idea is, is they got to get back to long-term growth. Um, and what I really try to focus them on is start to think about it a little bit different when it comes to pharmacy. Um, traditionally, pharmacy was you're an inpatient pharmacist or you're an outpatient or you're a retail pharmacist. In a health system today, that probably doesn't make sense. Uh, I think those days are over. You kind of have to be both. Mike, you've talked about some of these different ways that to make Im- immediate improvements. What else should hospital leaders be doing to drive long-term growth? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, when I talk to my administrators, I, I kind of bucket it. So I'll give you like three buckets to, to, to look at it. The first one is, you know, you're talking about your hospital. So what really drives your cost in hospitals? We said I said drugs drive your, your expense in hospitals. So for long-term growth, you need to have that handled. You need to manage that. Um, you're looking at inflation of, of drugs going anywhere from 4 to 5% annually. So you have to keep that in check. The biggest thing that, that can affect that is that you need a program, a medication management program that is centered around the patient that is best practices around therapy and what is the best therapies for those patients. So over you know, a period of time, um, you can see where you can drive out upwards to 15% of your drug budget just by having these programs implemented and managed correctly. Um, so that's, that's number one. The second one is you, pharmacy needs to drive new revenue streams. And the best way to do that is really see what's going on in the industry now and follow that patient. So as a pharmacy, you should you should be looking at a retail strategy. You know, there's a couple of reasons for doing that. You want to make sure that when your patients are discharged, they're, they're, they have their medications. Um, but it also gives you a revenue stream to, to adjudicate those medications. So there's a, a lot of people looking into a, a specialty strategy. So that's a kind of higher end complex retail strategy, but it, it is a potential to bring in a new revenue stream. Look at areas like home infusion, et cetera. Anything you can do to follow that patient out into the community or traditionally hospitals didn't do, um, I think those are big areas that are opportunities for a health system today. Um, the third one is I think there's a is an opportunity for pharmacy to really become that patient advocate. Uh, when you look at as a patient leaves the hospital, you know, they're, they're moving into a retail marketplace where, you know, the insurance kind of dominate what happens, especially around reimbursement and payment. Um, what we find is a lot of times that the patients just don't get their medications because they can't afford their copay, they, they're underinsured, et cetera. But pharmacy can help with that. So you really need to get a good program around patient advocacy, if you will. So implement um, patient assistance programs that the the manufacturers all have available, and and you need to maximize that. So in essence, that helps that patient get those prescriptions filled. There's also copay cards out there um, that that a lot of people just aren't familiar with, but that should be part of your program as well. And then there's there's, um, uh, grants for patients who, who can qualify for certain medications. 
uh, once they're enrolled. So those are just, just a couple of advocacy programs that you should put in place to name a few. That all goes to help not only bring revenue in back to the hospital, because you're collecting the, the co-pays, et cetera, but it also helps your patients make sure they're getting the medication. Ultimately, that drives better outcomes for everybody. Sure. So Thanks for are... touching on all those three buckets. You know, all important to note that all three of those, you know, really center around the patient when you talk about that medication management program and letting the patient kind of drive the new revenue streams. And, you know, the third you mentioned, of course, pharmacies becoming a better patient advocate. To wrap up, Mike, can you talk about where listeners can go to learn more? They can visit cardinalhealth.com forward slash hospital pharmacy. On that website, it, it lists all, all the services that we provide to our customers. I think it's a really good place to find out information on us. Mike, thanks so much for hopping on today and sharing your insight on how patient-centric strategies can return health systems back to growth. We also want to thank our podcast sponsor, Cardinal Health. Listeners, you can tune in to more podcast episodes from Becker's by visiting the podcast page on our site at beckershospitalreview.com slash podcast.